see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Hey, fuck this Everybody shit. say fuck this shit. Hey, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Hey, fuck this Everybody shit. Everybody say fuck. Fuck this shit. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck this What's shit. What's going down? Another episode of the Fuck This Shit Podcast. It's your boy Dre. You know we always start this shit the same fucking way, man. It's, it's always thank y'all, appreciate y'all for everything, the supports, the just tuning in and staying with this shit for this long, man. Y'all real as fuck for that. All of the feedback y'all give me on these episodes and just kind <clears> of <throat> helping me really understand, like you know how to. How to make this a product that y'all really enjoy. So, you know, I fuck with y'all on that. You know, shout out to all the subscribers. You know what I'm saying? I see y'all holding it down with your $4.99 a month. If you're not already subscribing, go ahead and jump on this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Hop on this train while it's still nice and early. You know what I'm saying? Show y'all some love and shit. Uh, some quick little news. Uh, you know, I was, I was trying to figure out what the subscribers was going to get and all of that stuff, whatever. A lot of the episodes... It'd be like current event type shit in it or whatever. And I, it's important that like when it come out, it's still relevant. So unfortunately, how I wanted to give it to y'all early, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just have to put more burden on myself. And I'm going to just have to actually double down and make y'all more content that other people don't get, which leads me to this. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm thinking I had a little idea. So I can ask y'all questions on Spotify. If you if you view, if you view the podcast through Spotify, if you listen to the podcast through Spotify, I can put up questions on each episode. I'm gonna start putting up questions on each episode, and there's gonna be a space in there for y'all to ask any questions you want or comment on the episode. But also, and more importantly, on every episode from now on, there will be a question or a spot where you can put in your specific advice that you want answered via uh, via the bonus episodes and all of the advice episodes will be bonus content none of those will be on regular i will never release those uh all the way out those will all be subscriber only episodes uh so yeah drop those motherfuckers in there man i want to start doing that a little bit i want to have a little advice you know what i'm saying bonus content that's not gonna be the only thing that's gonna be a lot of different things i'm i'm also honestly y'all are gonna start getting Short episodes that I just have time for randomly. Like when I got stuff on my mind, when little stuff happens, like y'all will get an episode on that. That may be, you know what I'm saying, 10, 15 minutes that will only be available to the subscribers. And I'm going to get a number in my mind of like pieces of bonus content I want y'all to get a month. But just be aware that it's like, it's a, it's a sizable amount. Like y'all are going to get a lot of shit when this is all said and done. Um, also, like there may be some episodes that y'all do get early that other people don't get just kind of depending on like my workflow and like how I have them done y'all might get like sneak previews and shit like that but I pretty much basically decided y'all are going to get flooded with content uh but the regular episodes the every other Wednesday episodes those will come uh on time for everybody not just subscribers so on Wednesdays those bitches will be there and you know full transparency subscribers you know what I'm saying we lost some we lost some listens, you know what I'm saying, with that lapse in the time. People used to getting it on Wednesdays and when it wasn't there, you know, it kind of set us back. So, you know, yeah, this is a business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> At the end of the day, so you know. But um now that we done got all that out the way, the introductions and a little bit of news, man. Let's go ahead and get into the first segment of the podcast. You know what time it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nigga, story. Mm-hmm. 
nigga story time. So, this today's episode, this 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 segment of real nigga story time, I done typically. I'm the real nigga in the story. But in this story, I kind of got enlightened how somebody else was a real nigga. And it also ties so well into this episode. It was like, I really, it just made perfect sense. I had to go ahead and talk about it. So I'm driving down the street the other day. I'm on my way to work. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know, if you know me personally, you know that's where I'm always on the fucking way to is work. But whatever, you know what I'm saying? I'm on my way to work. I had to wet my whistle. Apologies. Uh, <laughs> I'm on my way to work. And there's this intersection when I go to work. And there's always this lady. You know what I'm saying? This is home. I'm, I'm assuming she's homeless. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But it's this lady and she always walking up and down the street with her sign. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know what the sign says. I don't be reading the signs, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be real. Like, I, I really just had a point where I'm like, I'm on my way to a job right now. You feel what I'm saying? Like, y'all know where I'm going with this. Like, I'm on my way to a job. It's real hard for me to, like, be giving a fuck about you standing on the side of this road without a job. Like, hell no, nah, bro. Like, you know I go slave for a white man every day. Every day. To this day. So it's like, yeah, like, it sucks. I know jobs suck, but it's like, you ain't got one and I got one. So that's where my money come from and I can't give you none. I don't have enough extra. I'm not profiting enough off capitalism to give you any extra dollars because I don't have any. I'm poor. But anyway... That's typically my mentality, right? That's my rationale. But it ain't like a fuck them niggas or nothing. It's just you can't have any of my money, right? Today, or that, this, not today, but on this day, I'm watching her walk up and down the street. And I'm like, God damn, bro. Like, I wonder if, like, the grass is worn there from, like, her walking back and forth. Or if it's like, you know, because I never see nobody else walking here. But it's like, I'm here the same time every day. And then I was just like, you know. Oh, no, I'm sorry. And then somebody, somebody... Waves her down like three lanes over, whatever. And I watch her roll over there, run over there and grab $10. They give her $10. And in that moment, I realized, bro, I ain't got no room to be giving a fuck about what to, I already didn't give a fuck, but I definitely can't judge this lady for her hustle because this is what I'm looking at, it right? At the intersection we at, it's the intersection from a highway to like, another like it's called a highway but it's not really a highway but it's like three lanes on each side it's like a six lane road so it's a highway you know what i'm saying whatever but it's stoplights all on that bitch anyway but in the in the in the intersection where she's standing because of the turning lanes there's six lanes of traffic right there right and at any given time it's probably at least the cars are probably stacked back at least five six cars like minimum right so it's 36 cars minimum like within her and let's say that like only like she because she walking she's walking six lanes of cars back let's say six lanes, so 36 cars that like turn what every two minutes you know what i'm saying like and that man gave her ten dollars but like think like okay like i'm now mathing you know what i'm saying now i'm doing the math i'm like okay so how much would a job have to pay her for her to be making more money than she's making doing this and then also let me take into consideration that she's doing something I'm not willing to do. Like, I would never do that. Like, even though I'm, I'm counting the money up, I'm like, I would never do that shit. So at the end of the day, she doing something that somebody else wouldn't do. She come every day for her shift. She working just like me. I see, I see her all the time. And I bet you got to come regular or she'll fuck around and lose your spot. You know what I'm saying? Niggas probably be scoping your shit. She probably, she probably didn't have to stab a nigga or two. 
You know what I'm saying? It's a white lady too, by the way, y'all. She's just a white lady. Like, you could, I mean, like, she might be white passing Hispanic, you know what I'm saying? Because we out here uh, in Houston or whatever, but she's a white lady as far as I'm concerned. And she just be like walking up and down there, but she got a bunch of bags. I think she homeless because I seen, I seen her bags the other day. It's a bunch of bags, but I'm just, I was just really thinking like every two minutes, 36 cars, bro. Like she probably easily, she probably could sit out here for an hour and get a hundred dollars. Like, it's like, what, how is what she does really much different than what I do? Like, I'm, I'm waiting tables. I'm, I'm waiting on people to hand me money too. Like, shit, we really the same nigga. She just working on the patio. She just working outdoors with her. So, you know, that's the real nigga, but that's the real nigga story time, bro. Like, I didn't realize that like, you take a real nigga to do that. She got to hold down her, first of all, she got to hold down her corner. You know what I'm saying? She's getting paid. She's getting bread. Like, I've seen her get bread, so I know she's getting bread. She's consistent she's got to be there all the time you know what i'm saying like you know she's a real nigga uh, amy is holding it down you know what i'm saying so if you ever in houston you know what i'm saying coming off uh 99 about to go on go go to 90 you know what i'm saying turn on the 90 look to your left you know what i'm saying show shorty some love you know what i'm saying give a little dollar or something like that you know what i'm saying because she really out there working that thing you know what i'm saying no lie she still can't have none of my money you know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely not. Like, I just want to make it clear. She still can't have any of my money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still, I got all the respect for her in the world when I see her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't wave because it's like, okay, what's the homeless etiquette? Like, on the, like, if they roll up on you, right? If they walking past you, right? And you're not going to give them any money. Do you, like, smile and wave? Like, still, like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not not looking at you to not treat you like a person. I'm not looking at you because I'm not going to give you any money. And I don't want to, like, get your hopes up. And you start, like, walking up to my car. Like, oh, you got me, dog? And I'm like, oh, no, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially during COVID. I wasn't fucking with homeless people like that before COVID, my nigga. Like, I don't work outreach. I will, fu- hey, listen, I will support policies and even if, when I have the resources, I will fund, I will, I will donate to organizations that make that their mission. I feel like homeless people should be treated with a high level of dignity and there should be a solution to the housing crisis in America. But I know that my $2 ain't going to do that. I know my $2 ain't going to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I can't even, whatever. I don't know if I, whatever. Y'all can, that's one things I be telling y'all. Y'all got to tell me if I'm fucked up or not. Y'all can't fuck around and let a lot of niggas start listening to this shit and then, I'd be canceled before I even, but you know, I don't believe in cancel culture. So, you know, whatever, but you know, I don't want these motherfuckers bothering me and shit. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't know it was coming at least, at least give me some for some fair warning, but you know, that's it. But that's the end of real nigga story time for the day. That lady is a real ass nigga for that. We're going to get into the actual episode after this break, man. This is fuck the bosses part two. <laughs> Okay, so the impetus for Fuck the Bosses Part 2 is a few things. First of all, fuck my bosses. Like right now, specifically the bosses at my job where I work, fuck them niggas. Like, fuck them. Your boy Smooth almost got fired last week. Shit's crazy. Whatever. We will get into a little bit of that here in a moment. The second thing is... This labor shortage, I know y'all been saying, if you got news or even if you like really just listen to white people talk, because like, you know, the hood is not talking about the labor shortage, but uh, they, it's like motherfuckers ain't got nobody to work, but motherfuckers kind of know though, because it's like jobs is like doing shit like 
like my mom quit working at her job. They'd offered her a cash bonus to come back and work. You know what I'm saying? Her old job because like they need people so bad. You know what I'm saying? Like so like I feel like there's people who may have similar situations like that where they're like more aware of the labor shortage, you know what I'm saying? Because like they've been offered more to come back to a position or or whatever. Um but that's another reason I mean like honestly like that's another reason why we're doing fuck the bosses part two because the bosses are reason it's the boss's fault, bro. Like if you ask me it's corporate and the boss. It's everybody who's not the actual. Everybody who don't have a job right now, or everybody who do have a job right now. Like if you just a worker, it ain't on you right now. This ain't on us. This ain't on us. They've been fucking us for so long, y'all. Like they've been fucking us for so long, bro. And I'm telling you, they don't even spit on it. They just be like, like I one time I told the homie I was like, I feel like the thing about it is like we prostitutes too. Like you be talking bad about prostitutes, but we prostitutes too. But the difference is like. I bet you could find a pimp who, like, really wouldn't treat you that bad. You know what I'm saying? Who, like, wouldn't, like, let motherfuckers, like, beat you up and shit like that because he, like, nah, you the product. You know what I'm saying? Like, they gonna keep you safe and fed and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, these niggas are not even good pimps, bro. Like, they just beat on you and stuff and, like, let other things, they take you to bad neighborhoods and let shit clientele treat you poorly and then not not paid and they mad at you and then it's just like, bro, like, that's what being, a, like, if you can't tell me that that's not what being an employee in America is like in 80% of these jobs right now. Like it's just like, it's so frustrating. And, and also that's why we was talking about Amy earlier. I don't know if her name is Amy, but that's the homeless white lady's name to me. So if we ever had to talk about Amy again, I don't know any other Amy's. So if we talking about Amy, Amy is the homeless white lady on 90 and 99. You know what I'm saying? We don't try to bring recurring character to the podcast. I'll let y'all know how Amy is doing. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, that's why we was talking about Amy because I was sitting up there thinking like I'm looking at Amy like you out here panhandling instead of working but like where are you gonna go work that's gonna pay you more than what you doing you know what I'm saying like Amy is kind of out there winning like so I'm gonna tell Amy to, to get off the street and go work for someone else to pay her $15 an hour and she like I can make $15 in 10 minutes like all you gotta do is ask cardboard is cheap as fuck she probably ain't even buy she probably getting out the cardboard probably coming out the trash because it don't be the same sign Amy is not Amy does not keep her sign up I'm like, so, you know, like some people, like, some, I don't know if that's part of her thing. She's like, I keep a beat up sign so they think I'm really hard off. You know what I'm saying? But like, you see some of them and they have like really good signs and they're like funny or like, they're like really like, not like, they don't be like poster board. They're all cardboard and you can't really read, but some of them like they have really good handwriting or like, you know, whatever, a dog or like, you know what I'm saying? Like a prop, but like not Amy, Amy just flip flops, flip flops and Capri pants and a and a, a tattered sign, a tattered sign. Anyway, anyway, so Amy is getting this bread though, so it's like, how can you really expect her to come back to a labor market that like consistently fucks over its employees like in the worst ways that it possibly can, right? And it's it's funny because I was at work one day, oh, uh, a few months ago actually. This was months ago. And it was this, it was this table full of white men. I don't know what the fuck their business is, you know what I'm saying? But it was it was a table full of white men at about twelve forty five in the afternoon. So they was there on some business shit. They wasn't homies. Uh and they were talking to each other and one of them says, as I'm dropping off an iced tea, he says, uh, the the thing is is that um 
employees are starting to become more of the commodity. So employers are going to have to start to take some accountability for the conditions that they put their workers in. And they was he wasn't saying that like from the perspective of someone who felt like workers should be treated better. He was saying that from the perspective of a motherfucker who's like been in the business of fucking people for a long time. He could just see the writing on the wall. He's just not a dumb nigga. He's like, damn, hey, we had a good run, boys. You know what I'm saying? But they really starting to figure this shit out. And we're going to have to like act in a different way. You know what I'm saying? In order to like maintain, you know what I'm saying? Employees or whatever. And man, I wish I could find it. My mom, my mom tagged me in some shit a few weeks ago. And it was like, you know what? Hold up. We about to, I never do this. I never pause the podcast for anything. I'm going to actually pause and try and find this. Hold on. Okay, so I found I found the thing. I found the post, right? Um, but before, because it's kind of long, I got to tell y'all about the first thing that I seen in my phone whenever I open this up. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a picture. And it's a picture of Bobby Brown. And he's holding Whitney Houston up high in the air. Like she's almost, she's like sitting on his shoulder almost. And he's smiling and laughing into the camera. She's smiling and laughing into the camera. And in the caption of the picture, it says, if we got to do a little crack to be this happy, then we just got to do a little crack. <laughs> and man, did that shit just tickle my soul, bro. I'm going to post that shit on the Instagram and let y'all see that hoe. But anyway, uh, back to what we was talking about. So we talking about like why jobs are having an issue maintaining employees and they're going to have to like be more accountable for that and all of that kind of shit or whatever. So it got me to thinking about like why motherfuckers are quit a job anyway and like that that feeling like that morale like where you like hate a job and you just don't want to be there anymore like everyone starts a job and you all like not everyone but most people start a job and they like i'm trying to be the best i can be you know what i'm saying and then you've been there for three years and it's just like man if i die here then maybe my family get a settlement like you know they're like you're just really tired of working there so anyway uh this thing really resonated with me so it says uh says when uh, when an employee's performance is consistently good it becomes expected and may unknowingly be taken for granted i've seen people in leadership positions manipulate high-performing employees to produce more take on the burden of others yet at the same time nothing is done to address the significant shortfall in the performance of other team members at some point this person will get burned out and lose all inspiration to continue performing at such a high level according to tim mcclure <laughs> when passionate employees become quiet, it usually signals that the work environment has become very dysfunctional. As a leader, this is something you must observe and act on immediately. Don't push your most loyal people to the point that they no longer care. When you have people passionate, inspired, and motivated to help the company achieve its vision while fulfilling its purpose, you must do everything in your power to ensure this team keeps this vibe. Otherwise, you'll run the risk of pushing away great talent while settling for mediocrity. My nigga if that is not my job right now like and i think this is happening with a lot of motherfucking jobs after covid y'all have to let me know because i think this is what these dumb motherfuckers is doing they done had people when whenever everybody opened back up so i don't know about y'all's job i'm just talking about my job so we open back up everybody didn't come back right it's some people who just wasn't sure yet it's some people who was sick like it's people who had high-risk family members, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's a lot of reasons why we didn't have everyone come back immediately, but everybody doesn't come back at once. So we're kind of running with a skeleton crew, you know what I'm saying? We're really trying our best to get it all done and, you know, like, work at the same level that we always have. But at the end of the day, like, we just don't have the staff. Like, we don't have the 
We don't have anyone. The servers, nothing. But we kind of we kind of made a way out of no way. You know what I'm saying? And we we get it in. Especially in my industry, in the service industry, like we're gonna make a way because we're front facing. Like when you talk about servers, you think about when you go out to eat, right? The only motherfucker who you gonna see is your server or maybe a manager if if a problem goes that far. The only person who you really paying is the server. So like I'm going to do everything I can as a server to make sure that like you can't tell that the kitchen is fucked up and you can't tell that the bar is fucked up and you can't tell that, you know what I'm saying? Like all these other things ain't happening the way they're supposed to happen because that's going to fuck with my money. Like I need you to feel like everything went well. So I'm going to hold it down regardless. Right. If I'm good at my job, real nigga, humble brag anyway. But so they see that right in our job. And as they start bringing shit back, they start bringing it back as slow as they possibly can to kind of try and see what they can get away with not bringing back. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the support staff that we used to have pre-COVID, we don't really have that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not as many busters scheduled as there used to be. There's not food runners scheduled the way they used to be. It's not as many people scheduled to make salads and desserts as it used to be. It's not as many people scheduled to prep as it's supposed to be. So like all of these things are like weighing down on the people who have been here the whole time. And then we get gaslit like our jobs haven't gotten harder. Like when we try and say like, you know, we need this or we need that or like this is wrong or that's not right. Then they look at us and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like this is how it's always been. And we looking at them like, no, it's not. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know if this is everybody's job, but I know for a fact that that if your job is, like, my job and you still there and they kind of fucking you over the whole time while they telling you that they not and making you work harder than you used to have to work while you still making the same money and, in my case, making less money sometimes because, like, my money is based on the performance of the whole store, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of difficult to be like, all right, well, I'm going to keep fucking with y'all anyway. You see what I'm saying? And I think that that's one of the big reasons why a lot of us is like, man, fuck y'all. We could really be the fuck up out of here. Like, bruh, I don't, if y'all, uh, this dog, I, I I don't know how easily y'all can hear the background in here, but like, I don't know what the fuck she's barking at. I know dogs bark. I know y'all are like, bro, it's a dog. Dogs bark. But sometimes I just be wanting to be like, nigga. Anyway, sorry, y'all had to, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna do it again. It's back. <laughs> this with the job, bro. I swear the job did, did do this to me, bro. That's why I'm. That's why I'm on edge like this. You know what I'm saying? But now my 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 point was really just that I think like since COVID has come, a lot of us who already who kept working have seen our jobs like become more difficult, and in very few instances have we been like compensated or incentivized for that shit like shit in my job you like you liable to never even see a thank you off that shit niggas would be like well that's what you were supposed to do it's like actually no it's like an actual much broader definition of what i was supposed to come in here and do you had me working all outside of that motherfucker for months now you know what i'm saying but whatever you know what i'm saying uh fuck them but whatever uh and then as far as like like quitting your job I think that it's just kind of like easier to quit. It's it's harder to stay at a job when everybody swears they hiring. You know what I'm saying? Or like when everyone is hiring, it ain't even swears that it's, it's accurate as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas is really out here hiring. So 
And also, y'all all suck. Like, all these jobs suck. So it's just like, man, fuck y'all. I will go meet some new people who going to be, it's like, I feel like jobs are like relationships. Like, you be in a relationship with somebody for a while and shit be roses and bubbles and shit. And you be like, oh, man, this is lovely. I I love this and they love me and whatever. And then you, you get to knowing each other for a, a while and you like, man, nigga, they don't... They be asking me what's on the TV. We be trying to watch shows together and they not paying attention and they be looking at me like, what's happening? And you be like, you not fucking watching. And you be like, you know, you like, how am I going to live with somebody like this? And like, you know, one time I was dating this girl. I found out she didn't like Chick-fil-A. I was like, what? You don't like Chick-fil-A? Chicken filet? You don't like, you don't like that. Oh my, that savory, succulent. Oh my. It really broke my heart, to be honest with you. And I think at the time, I let it change the way I looked at her. And looking back, that was a mistake because, man, y'all, I just, man, I have to, I have to tell y'all about that. I really, really screwed the pooch on that one, guys. I, you ever like be? I know this is a tangent, but you ever be like so set on proving a point that, like, yeah, this is I, I, I operate on principle, and like, if you do this to me, then like, that's how I'm gonna move, like. That's how I played it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I should not have played it that way, y'all. Should not have played it that way. But anyway, anyway, back to what we talking about. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember what I was saying, y'all. I'm not going to lie. I got to to really, really thinking about how, how things could have been. <laughs> Oh, I am stupid, y'all. I'm sorry. Um. Anyway, but yeah, basically, you know, the whole point is just that, like, they asking us to do more, and they not giving us no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we, we, we. Oh, oh, I remember. Oh no, I remember. I remember why I was talking about that. I was saying. You know what I'm saying? That's why niggas is more willing to quit now because it's like you now you'd have found out all this shit about your job. It's like you found out the shit about a girl you thought was perfect and shit. You know what I'm saying? And now you get ready to, to find you another. You like, fuck it, I'll just go start over somewhere else and be in the honeymoon phase with them. That's that's what quitting a job and going to a new job is really like. You get there, you like, oh, this is it pay a little better than my other job. Oh, it's way cleaner here. They don't got roaches. Next thing you know, you killing roaches, bro. Like Every, I'm telling you, if it's if it's in Houston, they got roaches. That's all I'm saying. And you be having to kill the motherfuckers because niggas be trying to run out in front of you. You be like, pow! You be like killing it with your shoe and shit. It's not a lot of them. I never seen a lot of food. I don't see them all the time. But I ain't going to flex. I done seen some, y'all. I done seen some. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they call them pandas in the store I work at. I see, I'm not just saying that. Just so y'all know, like just a little restaurant insider tip. Like, There's a huge trash can in the back. Like, full, full of food. You know what I'm saying? Like, and there's cra- cra- cracks and crevices all over the restaurant. And there's boxes and shit everywhere. Like, there's bugs in restaurants. Like, almost all. I don't know that I've ever worked in a restaurant that did not have bugs. Like, that I, that we never saw bugs at. Now, I will say this. They do a pretty good job of putting a strong barrier around that kitchen. It don't ain't perfect. You know what I'm saying? And like everything that you eat in a restaurant is prepared pretty quick. And shit ain't just sitting around. You ain't gonna find no bugs in your food. Ain't no roaches and shit getting in the food. But I am saying it's a big ass building. You're gonna see some bugs in that motherfucker. I don't, I hope that don't deter you from ever eating out again. But like, yeah, every shit. Find a server who tell me who will tell you otherwise. Go find your server friends and be like, when y'all pull back the booths, do they be finding dead bugs back there? All right. Did they tell you no, they a fucking lie. Anyway. 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 
that's the point though is that you figure out later on down the line that they all the same and you end up working for the same motherfucker but at least you got a fresh start somewhere so that's part of why i think this labor shortage shit is going down because niggas is like fuck this shit i'll quit and go fuck with somebody else somebody else could treat me bad fuck it um then also it's like for people who not working or people who looking for jobs it's just like before i feel like people was not really listening at the interview process, like when motherfuckers was like, yeah, we're not really going to pay you any money and we're not going to offer you any benefits and we're going to give you an inflexible schedule and you're going to have to work holidays and we're not going to we're going to keep you later than we said we're going to keep you. and We're going to expect you to come early, but not clock in. And also your work environment is toxic as fuck. And your supervisor staff is going to be incompetent. Like they don't when, when they tell you that in the interview process, you know what I'm saying? They don't say that. But you can if you paying attention and you asking the right questions, you can hear it. Like, honestly, like I went to my first interview. At, for, as like someone who had a job already like the other day and when you ask questions about the staff you can ask questions like they ask you like is there anything you want to ask us and I feel like this is the era of asking questions like before I never asked any questions when they were like is there anything you want to ask us I'd be like no that's it oh no I had questions today baby I had to know some things how, how do y'all like what's y'all's like philosophy in this motherfucker like how how busy does it be like how do y'all like what's it like here you know what i'm saying like i want to know some shit aside from just that y'all are willing to hire me and i feel like a lot of people are kind of coming with that energy now where it's like oh no 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 i didn't come here to beg you for no job i didn't come here to beg you for employment and hope that you would give me ten dollars an hour maybe if it's over to you be like oh 13 like oh they really they starting off okay in here like niggas is doing the math on that 13 an hour and they counting that shit up they they multiplying and calculating and shit and they like nigga that is only 500 and some change like that's like 520 dollars a week or something like that before taxes or some shit that ain't no fucking money that's not no money like and niggas is starting to realize like that ain't no money and y'all is trying to play me you trying to stall me out and make me feel like it's some money. You know what I'm saying? So that I'll accept it and then be here and be miserable and still be poor, living in poverty, but also stressed out over this fuck shit. And motherfuckers is just like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll just go home. I'm already stressed out. I'm already broke. You know what I'm saying? Like, also, a lot of motherfuckers lost shit during that pandemic. So you got to think it's a lot of motherfuckers who already had to kind of like recalibrate their finances to not be in that same position that they was in before. So like... Now they kind of a little bit more more like prepared to go without that job for a little bit longer until they find one that's actually paying something. Then add that to the fact that some companies are catching on faster than others. So it's like it'd be labor shortages in industries where that don't pay shit. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, like if you ain't paying shit and you just provide this toxic ass work environment with this high ass turnover rate, like motherfuckers ain't staying or motherfuckers ain't coming. And to me, that's a good thing for the workforce. Like, I think that that's going to, like that man said, it's going to require these places to have some more accountability about how they run their shit if they want to maintain their staff. If you want to keep a staff, like, bro, like, they, I feel like we've been saying it for a long time. Like, you'll see little posts that'd be like, you know, don't give a fuck about calling in for that job that will replace you the next day, da 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 da, da whatever, whatever. What I think is more like, crazy about the fact that a job would just replace you the next day or feels like they could just replace you the next day is that like economically there is like a value associated with training someone for a new position and there's even like a valuation that like 
they have come up with for like how much money it costs you to lose an employee who's been with you for a while because that person understands the way things work in a different way. Like a new employee does not have the same value for you as a veteran employee because they can't do the same stuff. But it's like, I don't know if y'all's bosses feel this way, but my bosses definitely feel this way that like they could take their best server and replace them with their worst server. And like it would all still run the same because in their mind, their system is what makes it all run. Like, okay, bet. Your system is what makes it all run. Deal with this. I don't have enough people to do the job. You feel what I'm saying? Because then you get people, like it says, they get demoralized and they be like, I'm going to get the fuck up out of this bitch because y'all motherfuckers ain't treating me right. Y'all ain't you. They be like that Jamal Williams uh, shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all act like I wanted to leave. Golly. You know what I'm saying? Now you mad because I'm over here. Somebody treating me good, taking me out to dinners and buying me expensive things. You know what I'm saying? That's how these jobs be acting when you want to leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I can't believe you would look somewhere else. Like, nigga, what the fuck you mean you can't believe? Let that other nigga do it. Let Bummy do it over there. Let that bumpkin ass, bummy ass, bitch ass, sorry ass, lazy, sloppy ass nigga do that shit. That you keep begging me to do over here asking me to do all this extra shit and y'all motherfuckers ain't trying to do shit for me. Fuck y'all. I'm Booby Miles now. Fuck the team. What team? You feel what I'm saying? Like y'all don't y'all don't understand. I don't understand. I don't I don't think y'all I, I know y'all, but you know what? That's the thing. I know y'all understand. Y'all don't even work with me, y'all. We might not even do the same job. You might do something way different than me. You might never see the inside of a restaurant, but you know, deep down inside, that your job is the same way, your boss is the same way, and if they not, bro, you so blessed. Like, I feel like niggas who got good jobs right now, they so blessed, bro. Like, God damn. You got a boss who who value you and think that you, like, important? Like, man, how does it feel? To be one of the chosen ones. <laughs> but nah, for real. Like, I do. I know that that shit has got to be like ballers. Fuck. Because the rest of us cannot relate. <laughs> the rest of us cannot relate at all. Um, I told y'all fuck the boss. I told y'all that part of the impetus of this was my personal shit. So like, basically, the way my job has been lately like they just been fucking with my money y'all they've been taking my sections down they've been making the sections smaller on some dumb shit but then whenever they need whenever niggas don't show up it's like when when whenever everybody's there they're like oh everyone has to have three tables but whenever we whenever we they got no employees whatever niggas ain't coming to fucking work they're like oh well could you could you please take the, the, the table could you please take the, the, the table like it's just like, man, yeah, of course I'm going to take that extra money. But like, fuck y'all though. Like, I don't want to help you because like, you're not interested in helping me make my bread. And so like, they was on that shit and I came to work. And then one of the servers I was working with because he not really real like that. And he not really down with the server code. You know what I'm saying? Like without taking y'all into this story that you're not going to give a fuck about. He like broke some little server code type shit. Some little unilateral, like as a server, you will understand. I'll say this real quick for my servers. He had a table in my section because I was a few minutes late to work. It was an eight top. He had two waters on the table. I walk into work. He don't want to give me the table. Come on now. Y'all playing. You playing, nigga. He's talking about, oh, I done already started it. Like, you ain't started shit, bro. You just quick greeted that table for your boy and got two waters. Thank you. Give me my table. But anyway, 
So I go off on him, you know what I'm saying? Kind of press him a little bit, go a little hard on him. Then I walk up to a manager, cuss the manager out. You know what I'm saying? Like, the then I walk the fuck out. I'm like, I'm out this bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I dip. Because it was like, they had all of this bullshit. And I was like, I couldn't take it anymore. I've been working this motherfucker three years. Only time I ever walked out this bitch. So I come back to work Sunday. Sunday's busy as fuck. Sunday too busy to send a motherfucker home. So I done picked up another. I work all day on Sunday. I picked up an extra shift and worked on Sunday. I wasn't even scheduled for it. So they didn't approve the shift in between the Saturday that I walked out and Sunday. Worked all day. We got our asses kicked. It was fucked off. Shit was out all day. Managers in there not doing their job. Shit just fucked up, right? Whatever. We get through the day. I come to work on Monday. Monday, a slower day. So I come to work Monday. The manager that met me at the door, the GM that met me at the door, like, oh, can we let, we got to talk about what happened on Saturday. So I'm like, all right, so I ain't going to cap y'all. I got a lot of bills. You know what I'm saying? Like rent high. You know what I'm saying? Y'all be fucking with this podcast. You know what I'm saying? We got another subscriber today, actually. You know what I'm saying? We got goals on the subscriber list by the end of the month. I'm trying to meet them bitches. Y'all come on, come on, come on. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. You know what I'm saying? All you got to do is click on the, uh, you can go to one of the locked episodes and click the lock. It'll take you straight to the link. You can go to the episode description and click on the link. You like this promo in the middle. You go to the episode, click the link uh, uh, to the description. Hit more down at the bottom. It'll give you somewhere where you subscribe. It's only $4.99 a month. You get access to bonus content, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Anyway point is i'm not getting enough off of this him and i don't got no other job i need my job so when my manager hit me with the with the don't walk in step outside a nigga was a little nervous i ain't gonna cap i ain't gonna cap a nigga was a little nervous he like explain yourself and y'all know me bro y'all know i'm not the type of motherfucker to beg for my job especially when a nigga not directly telling me that I'm going to lose it. But it's like, I kind of know my managers, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I already know, like, once they send you down outside telling you don't even come in yet, oh, it's because they about to tell you to go home. You know what I'm saying? And when you come back is 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 depending. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, uh, I'm trying to, like, walk this fine line between, like, I walked out because y'all don't know how to run this motherfucker. And also, but, you know, I'm aware that that's not acceptable behavior at your job. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm trying to like be like, I know I can't do that. But, you know, I've been here for a long time. I never did no shit like that before. But also, if y'all would be running this motherfucker like something, then I would have never did no shit like that. Because I ain't never did no shit like that before when we was running this bitch right. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to tiptoe around, not being a bitch, but also not being fired. Because, you know, I got these bills. They just keep on coming. (laughs) So, (laughs) anyway. I walk away from that conversation. He's like, I'll hit you back tomorrow and let you know what's going down if you work or not. So I don't even call my mom like after the whole shit goes down because I'm like, you know, I'm not I'm more stressed out about this than I want than I want people to know. My daughter, I go home. My daughter's like, what happened? I'm like, oh, nothing. They just sent me home. She's like, oh, well, I mean, do you have a job? I'm like, probably. You know what I'm saying? Like and uh, so then um, the next day comes. And my GM never called me, but I knew he wasn't going to call me because he's the type to like forget what well, he's, he's an absent minded ass motherfucker. But anyway, so I text one of the homies who's already at work and I'm like, Hey, uh, am I on the map? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, you know, where they, where they de- detail out where everybody's sections are. He's like, uh, actually, no, I was like, Oh, Oh damn. So now, 
Now my heart all in my just my stomach, nigga. My shit fucked up. I'm scared than a motherfucker, y'all. I'm like, man, I hate my job, but I don't have no backup plan at this moment. I need this money. Have, I, have you seen Set It Off? And you seen the part where she come back and they like, but you didn't help. And she's like, I need this money. That That's really me inside right now while I'm not on the map. So I call up to the job. They put me on hold. You know how the job be when they put you on hold. I'm on hold for like 15 minutes. I'm in the car on the way to work, but I done got caught. So now, now look, now I done got, it's a whole ass, like the way to work. So I, was to, I passed by Amy and I bust the left after Amy on my way to work. And then that other road is all the way shut down. And you got to go down to the next U-turn, make a U-turn and then go all the way the long way to get to my job. So I end up being like, I'm going to be like 20, 25 minutes late. The first day that I was supposed to come back from a suspension that I don't know if it's one day or forever. So now I'm over here giving way more of a fuck about being late than I ever give a fuck about. I'm not on the map. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I'm fucking fired. Like, I ain't got no job. I don't have enough money for this. Like, what's going to happen? So I call. Now I'm on hold for 15 minutes. It felt like an hour, but I was probably on hold for like 10, 15 minutes. I finally get on the fucking phone with a manager. And he's like, oh, yeah, I tried to call you this morning to tell you to come in. Uh, but I guess we just don't have your new number, whatever, whatever. I'm like, whoo, thank God. So uh, I'm like, bet I got a job. I tell him what's going on. He's like, no problem. I come in, I come in. And I'm supposed to be what's called. A, a, this is like the emotional roller coaster that my job is taking me through. I'm supposed to be like it's called head weight, but it's basically like. I count all the service money at the end of the shift. And as a result, I don't pay tip pool, which is like a percentage of my sales that I have to pay out. It's like talking to people who don't serve God. This is another, another caveat. When I talk to y'all about serving, this is what it's like to be black. and have to talk to your white significant other about anything black. Like maybe because you told them a lot of times they kind of understand a little bit more, but if you never done it, like I'm always have to do all this extra explaining for you to really understand where I'm coming from. And like, if you are the white significant other to somebody black, you know what I'm saying? Just know that they doing that for you on a regular basis. You know what I'm saying? So like, just try not to be irritated by it. Like, try not to like, try not to be annoying about it. Like, and I know that probably feels the way, but I've been in situations where motherfuckers was like hella annoying about it. Cause they're like, are you sure? Like, don't, are you sure them? Like, if they tell you that like, this is some shit that happens to black people, like just take their fucking word for it. Like, it's probably true. With like, a, are you sure? It's like condescending and annoying. But any, anyway, anyway, the, the point I'm saying is that like, be being a headweight allowed me to make more money working bigger sections and not have to pay a percentage of my sales to the restaurant and tip pool. So basically them taking that was them directly taking my money away on an arbitrary thing. That's not really a rule that they can't really like have. There's no precedent for it. So I went from being super scared to lose my job to now being infuriated at the people who I work for. And now I'm like, all y'all can eat dicks. And, you know, when I got sent home on Monday because I'm a real nigga, the first thing I did was fill out applications. Like, y'all know me, bro. I'm not going to be in a position where I know I need a job and I might lose it. And then I'm about to be just sitting around this motherfucker twiddling my thumbs, hoping I don't get fired. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I start filling out applications off the rip. Like, fuck it, nigga. We moving out. I already had an interview. And that's what I was telling you about that. Like, I had another motherfucker call me back. But they called me at, this job called me back at 947 in the, in the evening. From a number I didn't know, I was like, I'm not picking that up. I don't know who the fuck you are. And it's 2021. Of course, my voicemail's full. Like, you can't leave me voicemails. Like, what the fuck? I'm not going to listen to that. So, like, but then I Googled the number and I was like, oh, I applied there. So, I'm going to hit them back uh, tonight or something like that. But anyway, um, 
Yeah, so you know, I did my little thing or whatever, but like, so now I'm now I'm just on the. But y'all also know I'm trying to buy a house, and one of the things about buying a house is they want to see you've been working at the same place for a long time. So now I'm just on this plan to like balance still technically being on a payroll but barely working for them and actually giving my services to another place that i feel like might value me for the honeymoon stage of our work you know what i'm saying worker worker employer relationship you know what i'm saying so that's where i'm at now and that's why it's fuck the bosses now and forever you know what i'm saying because like they they fucking me and since then niggas all as a rock calling corporate to tell them how great a server I am. Man, fuck y'all. I don't care. Don't give me no positions back and don't be telling me I do a good job. Don't be telling I know. I know they be trying to do They called it that you just a good server. No, I know. I know, nigga. I know. Shit, motherfuckers. That's cool though. You know what I'm saying? That shit just moment. You know, I told y'all I was bullshitting on doing that English shit so that I could go get my teaching certificate so I could really start teaching and blah blah blah. So, you know, that shit just motivated me to get it right. They made a new master plan. You know what I'm saying? I'm also on this motherfucker. I told you I came up with all these ideas for this subscriber content because I need more subscribers. You know, so uh, y'all can subscribe, give you some money on that. I can get some more t-shirts out, some more hats, shit like that. Y'all buy that. You know what I'm saying? Some more bread. You know what I'm saying? And it becomes world famous and shit like that. And then I piss on everybody who ever fucked with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, that's not. No, I'm not going to do that last part. I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, nah, man. I think I think that's good enough, man. I think that's that's good for fuck the bosses. Um, I don't think I have a white people do that. Do this this week. Amy's the white person, um, and I actually have some more shit that I want to do, but this is gonna be the first week that that goes directly to the subscribers. Um, we gonna talk about. We're going to do a little bit more about, nigga, so basically, I'm going to tell y'all what, what we're going to talk about with the subscribers, you know what I'm saying? So, y'all, it's a little, a little tease, you know what I'm saying? Basically, Bill Cosby, Lil Boosie, really, really making me have to change my position on both of them recently because they just really jumping out there saying some wild shit that's like, God damn, I did I just wasted all this air speaking about this. And then also, I think that like the Lil Boosie, Lil Nas X thing and the Dave Chappelle thing kind of like show two sides of like, it kind of like, it kind of proves a point that I, that I was trying to make. Me and my daughter were talking about like how different things are transphobic or she's like, you know, that's transphobic. And I'm like, no, like everything's not transphobic. Like some stuff is just insensitive. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, Anyway, I'm not going to give y'all the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is for the subscribers, like I said. But basically, all of these things basically, like, highlight kind of like, I don't know, to me, the the levels or, like, the different, like, attitudes towards marginalized communities and stuff like that. Not so much Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby just kind of made me look like a dumb nigga after he got out with some shit he said. So I got to say something about that bitch-ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? But, uh... But that content will just be available for the subscribers. That'll be some of the first bonus content that just goes to y'all. For everybody else, you know it's all love, man. Make sure you tuned in to all of the social media platforms at Fuck This Shit Pod on Instagram at Dre Day Four Five Three Six is my personal Twitter handle. Follow that bitch. That's where I'm most active. Um, remember, man, on Spotify, I'm gonna have them. I'm gonna have that question posted. So if you want to be jumped on some of that bonus content on the advice tip, man. Jump on that shit. Jump on those questions, man. Hop in that bitch. It's a whole like community aspect that it allows you to have on that motherfucker. So man, y'all can put comments in, answer questions, ask questions. I could put polls up. Like it's something I'm about to really start fucking with. So y'all be tuned in for that. 
Um, outside of that, man. Oh yeah, the sub- the subscriptions, y'all. My homegirl. I told her I was gonna put her on blast on this motherfucker, bro. A homegirl hit me up, was telling me she was trying to subscribe to the new episode so she could listen. It wasn't letting her subscribe, so she couldn't listen. She couldn't figure it out. So she called me. I'm trying to get her through it. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure it out with her. And I'm t- walking her through, and then finally she's like, oh, it's a link? You got to click a link? <laughs> yes, nigga, you got to click a link. So I, I figured I didn't do a good enough job explaining that you need to click a link. It is a link that you need to click in order to access the paid subscriptions. It's $4.99 a month. It is in the, you hit, it's in the bio of the podcast, a little about me of the podcast or whatever. Also, if you find a locked episode, if you look on Spotify, if you click the lock, it'll bring up the place for you to go to the link. Also, one last thing for the subscribers, because I know y'all free trial stealing ass niggas got too many fucking emails. Free trial stealers, bro. I know that's what this is. Y'all get free trial after free trial. That's why y'all have this problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, you won't be able to convince me otherwise. Whatever email you subscribe with needs to be the same email that you uh, log into Spotify with. That's how you get, that's how they linked it to. That's how they know that you the same nigga. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you use the same email. You know what I'm saying? One of my homegirls then signed up three different subscriptions trying to figure this shit out. So it's just the same email that you subscribe with is the same email for your Spotify. That way you can get tuned in. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, y'all make sure y'all do that shit, man. Let's get this shit cracking so I can quit this job. We can quit talking about fuck the bosses because the nigga won't have it. I can be a boss. Nigga, I'll be a great boss. Nigga, I'll have somebody who will edit this shit down. Somebody who will do videography production and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? We be paying keys to make new music. Everything. We'll have be like, God damn, this nigga got new theme music every week. Who knows, bro? Y'all let, let me be the boss. I'll be the best boss. But anyway... Until we come back with another episode, y'all have a great motherfucking week. You know what I'm saying? I'll see y'all next time. It's all love. Thank y'all. Peace.